You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6UP Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists, brought to you by 6UP Supply. Visit 6UP Supply to see our entire line of premium gaming tools and accessories, including our latest large form and scattered terrain pieces from three amazing partners, Hammerfall Customs, The Legion Outriders, and Team Relentless. I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and speaking of Team Relentless, this week I'm joined by Mike Hollingsworth, Screwtape on the Discord, and a founding member of Team Relentless. Mike, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, put the founding member in there. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's important that people who uh, uh, who don't know that know that. <laughs> Uh, how are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. How's the, uh, uh, you recovered yet from a, a weekend of Legion tournaments? I think so. Uh, you know, it, it is a playing, you know, all day long, two days in a row. And then our local Legion night is Monday night. So after oh, playing wow. Sunday, you know, I came back and uh, played again Monday night. So yes, I, I think I'm slowly recovering. You have had exponentially more in real life Legion than I have uh, in, <laughs> in, in, in recent times. That's fantastic. Uh, I didn't uh, say it at the top. This is a, a another in our series of Le- uh, Lone Star Open coverage. Mike was uh, Mike was down there for that big tournament we had this weekend. A lot of great coverage, uh, seen a number of places, and we are. I'm really excited to have you on the show to talk about your your list there. Uh, I'm curious, uh, what's your what's kind of your normal list building process that you go through, and did you modify it at all getting ready for LSO? So. To answer your second question first, I uh, know it was pretty much the same. Okay. So where where I start is I start with what do I think I'm going to have to beat to win the event? Gotcha. So whenever I go to events like this, the first thing I want to do is play on the second day. Uh, and then obviously the second goal that I have is, is to win the event. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is build the list to beat whatever I think is going to be the best list that will be there. So for me this time, um, I thought the strongest lists were uh, double airspeeder, mm-hmm. uh, rebel Wookiee buses, mm-hmm. um, mall lists. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the B2s that I think um, that uh, Kyle's been winning with, mm-hmm. but anyway, mall, mall uh, lists. Yep. So th- yep. those are the three that I wanted to beat. Okay. And what did you, uh, where did you start with a core concept for a list to beat those lists? Well, the so the odd thing about this one is it actually started probably in December of 2019. Okay. Uh, because this is the basic thing I was going to play at Worlds 2020 that, of course, didn't happen. Gotcha. And then I didn't play Legion for about 10 months. You know, oh, I'm sure like yeah. many other people did. I don't really enjoy playing on uh, TTS, so I don't mm-hmm. play online. So I basically played no games of Legion for about 10 months. And when the first, I think it's the Dallas Open, when it came up, I didn't really have time to practice anything else. So I thought, mm-hmm. well, I need this, the, the core of this list is basically what I was going to play for world. So do I think this is still relevant in, you know, a, a meta a year and a half uh, later Then I, I thought the answer was probably yes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give it a go there. So this started then. Uh, but then when I looked at it um, specifically for LSO, Mm-hmm. I've got lots of emplacement troopers that can block buses. Yep. Um, I brought uh, Boba Fett. Uh, so his role in the list is to whip things that come out of buses that I don't like. <laughs> uh, also to whip things with lightsabers that cause me problems. I think there's um, a big overlap in that Venn diagram. Too. It, it, there you go. <laughs> um, Iden is there to box out uh, tr- 
things, uh, infiltrators that cause me problems sure. like Maul, for example, or mm-hmm. other IDEN ISF lists. Right. Uh, I also, I guess I can jump ahead and say I took a very large bid because I wanted to play blue specifically so that IDEN could box out those uh, problematic infiltrators. Makes sense. So you're, are you saying you took blue more for the first deployment than necessarily the specific objectives? Um, I would say yes to, to that. Um, okay. I really did not want to play bombing run. Yep. Um, so that, that goes along with it. Uh, but definitely I, I didn't being able to kind of, like I said, box off the, the table and cut off certain deployment areas for infiltrators was a huge reason I want to take it as well. Gotcha. And, uh, this is one of the, uh, uh, <laughs> famed infamous, uh, 13 act lists, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, did, so when you did you start with the idea you wanted to get to thirteen and therefore just went with the 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 core, the shore mortar set or or did you start with anything else that you definitely wanted to include there? Well, the truth was the list was kind of created as a fluke. I just thought <laughs> and this was like back in December of twenty nineteen. I thought, what's sure. the maximum number? What would the what would a list an empire list look like with the maximum number of activations? So I ended mm-hmm. up with two two generics, Bosk. Three shores, three mortars, three snipers, three webs, mm-hmm. and I played it against one of my locals and lost, which is not a good ringing endorsement for a new list. <laughs> but I thought this is different. This thing plays yeah. different, and I think that the I think that we folk we tend to focus on when we look at attrition battles. We focus mm-hmm. on killing things, and the mm-hmm. list that I'm running is actually not very good at killing things. Mm-hmm. But what it is very good at is slowing everything down, so that I'll sure. bog people down in suppression because. A naked shore, while he may not kill anything, is probably going to put a suppression on something. Sure. Yeah. And obviously, the, the the list that I was going to run for Worlds had Bosk as well as the Mortar. So there's lots right. of ways I could dish out suppression. So uh, to answer your question, no, I wasn't really directly shooting for super high activations, but okay. I realized in testing the 15 activation version oh, that just putting out <laughs> suppression is a good thing. Okay. Sorry, I had a, I had a, a, a little PTSD and... And heart failure there over 15 activation ideas, but uh, <laughs> we don't need to dwell too much on that. Um, okay, so you got uh, so at the core of this, you got three three naked shore troopers. They're accompanying mortars. You got three basic naked sniper scout uh, teams, and you got two e-webs, uh, and then you got your heroes. Um, any any tough decisions in or any any consideration for other things, or or was kind of the naked basic units that I just listed there just coming as is i think pretty much coming as is um the only tough decisions i had to make in the list were upgrades versus bid Uh, like i would really love to have the suppressive upgrade on the e-webs that would be great but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i knew that being blue player is very important for this Mm -hmm. list yeah so i had had to make cuts somewhere makes sense uh upgrades on your uh heroes anything uh you, you did not bring iden's gun i see but you did bring the droid uh, Correct. I, I really, well, so if I'm not playing against a lightsaber on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. then I will, and because I'm probably going to be blue, I'm going to deploy Aiden very aggressively. Okay. Um, okay. I am looking to get her as close to my enemy's objectives as possible mm-hmm. while putting her behind a line of sight blocker for round one. Gotcha. So her droid almost always is going to contribute its attack dice nice. um, to the attack. Uh, and obviously it's going to give her the shield as well, which makes her a little bit, ta- the shield and the wound, I should say, right. which makes her a little bit uh, tankier. Mm-hmm. And also the droid allows me to equip her with a uh, comms jammer, which when I'm deploying her incredibly aggressively, I'll get some mm-hmm. value out of the comms jammer as well. Absolutely. Makes sense. 
and tenacity on her just because she's already in, in the weeds. <laughs> exactly. So tenacity makes sense. And the uh, loadout there was overwatch and the mm-hmm. overwatch is there only and it's, it's a niche case where I'm, where I get supplies. I deploy her on the box to, on the middle box to begin sure. with. Yep. And my opponent doesn't have a long range weapon because then you can actually deploy the droid kind of forward cohere the droid. Oh, sure, to capture that. To, uh, yep, and so then I get like from, from, yeah, it's range three from the droid, right. but they have to shoot Iden. They can't shoot the droid. Right. So it ends up being that, you know, with the Overwatch, she gets a really uh, large uh, Overwatch radius there oh, that I can cool. then use to double move on the first turn after picking up the box with her, you know, using the one pip to get the standby that's and then cool. using the standby to move her again. But once again, that's a very kind of like edge case that very rarely yeah. comes up. Yeah, it's good to bring that out. I've been dabbling uh, with Empire and Aiden specifically, and I had not put that uh, play together for a reason to bring Overwatch. I like that a lot. Cool. And uh, and Boba, Offensive Push, Recon Intel? Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah. re- recon Intel, you know, just because Boba, in, in today's climate, because of the large kind of accurate mm-hmm. dice pools we have, he needs to find a line of sight blocker early on. Mm-hmm. And the Boba rocket has to hit it can't be a dud <laughs> and so i'm gonna you know i'm gonna buy the the two dice re-roll on that just to make sure that i get the five well i try to get the five out of five on the rocket makes sense makes sense cool all right so that brings us in at the 13 acts we talked about with a 21 point bid i think you were among the top uh bids at, at this event is that correct yes i won most activations and i tied for a uh, largest bid <laughs> did you ever get paired against another 21 point bid and have to roll for it i, I did not okay that's uh, then I guess it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it for sure. <laughs> cool. Jumping into the command hand, uh, two heroes and of course all the generics. Uh, and one of those heroes actually brings four potential command cards. Talk to me about your command hand decisions that you made. So the easy picks were Boba Rocket. That one's locked in. Okay. Uh, the two, the two one pips are locked in because uh, the whip, once again, as I just talked about earlier, I okay. want to whip things that come out of buses. I want to yep. whip, um, Jedi. Yeah. Uh, Iden's one pip, as I once again just talked about, has mm-hmm. a potential play on supplies. Mm-hmm. And it's also a potential double tap if she's locked into melee with someone. Yeah. So lots of good plays there. No decisions to make. Uh, the two pips probably were the most difficult things to choose from. Um, against an all-mechanized uh, CIS list, I like mm-hmm. um, Incapacitate because I actually like yeah. to deploy her in the droid deployment zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, with uh, uh, with her comms jammer, there's a, a chance that she could get into melee with B1s yeah. in round one. And then there's really no way, nothing they can do to remove her or it gets very difficult for them to remove her. As long as they don't have a lightsaber. And once again, a lightsaber, she doesn't like to see on the other side of the table. Um, <laughs> so I didn't decide to take that one because I was guessing that there would not be any kind of like mechanized um, CIS list. There would probably be more mall lists. So uh, with, her, with the... Uh, Concussive Blast. She gets a recover, which is good for dropping suppression off of her. Once again, I deploy her very aggressively, so she's going to take lots of shots. We'll have suppression, and I get to recharge the shield, so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like an extra little half wound that I get Mm -hmm. back on that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boba's Flamer, once again, do I take it or do I take push? I just chose the Flamer because it's good for killing B1s. Um, You know, that one was kind of up in the air. And the only other one that I gave any thought to was Tactical Strike versus Assault. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once again, I deploy... uh, Iden aggressively, so and she tends to be expendable. So is she going to be alive? Would I rather just have a generic three pip right. uh, instead of a specific three pip that I can't play? 
Um, I mean, tactical strike is just a better assault in my list. Sure. So I ended up taking it, but there was some thought there just because I knew that she was generally going to die quickly in most of my games. <laughs> that, I'm glad you answered that question. I certainly had that in mind when you asked, or when you were talking about her deploying aggressively, do you tend to play tactical strike, uh, early then? Uh, it, to- it, I, it, it, I never know what I'm going to play first. Okay. It's totally <laughs> dependent on, you know, the situation. So, um, it would, it, it tends to be kind of my, if I'm not going to play a rocket or I'm not going to play her one pip on the first turn, mm-hmm. it tends to be my first round play. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. That's a, uh, that's a solid command hand there. Jump it over to the battle cards. What are the absolute auto includes for each of the categories? Uh, I'm going to say war weary, uh, mm-hmm. for the condition. Uh, once again, the, as I alluded to earlier, the, uh, list d- dishes out tons of suppression. I really want to punish um, lists with that suppression that I'm putting on them. Um, deployment, if I had to pick one, I would pick Long March. Uh, again, because Aiden has the flexibility to deploy wherever she wants on the table. I have lots of long-range firepower, so Long March works there. And uh, recover the supplies, as I talked about earlier, because yeah. Aiden has a, a play there, potentially, <laughs> to grab the box and run. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, and I've done a number of uh, versions of Recover the Supplies Grabs with my Jin and Pathfinder's history. Uh, yours already sounds better. <laughs> uh, all right, so those are the auto-includes. Uh, what were the automatic uh, non-includes? Like, what, what what definitely was bottom of the pile? Didn't even make it into debate for the floor. Sure, the, 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 the fast one that everyone's going to think about instantly is bombing run. Mm-hmm. I did not want bomb. You know, I've got Boba that could potentially drop a bomb. The end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely don't, <laughs> definitely do not want that one. Uh, as far as deployments go, probably battle lines, okay. just because that would force me, uh, to deal with R2. So if you look at all four of the deployments that I had, mm-hmm. most of them are trying to eliminate, uh, R2D2 with deployment, um, mm-hmm. and battle lines opens up a lot more flexibility for R2D2 to score. Certainly. Um, and as far as uh, conditions go, probably limited viz, just because my my list has lots of long range shooting, and limited viz is probably going to protect some kind of lightsaber user. Makes sense. Makes sense. Awesome. And just rounding it out, you did bring a hostile minefield, rapid, and war weary. Uh, for deployments, you brought advanced positions, disarray, uh, major offensive, and long march. And finally, the objectives uh, recover, of course, intercept the transmissions, payload, and sabotage the moisture evaporators. So. Solid, uh, solid plan. I think uh, w- really, I love the the thought that's gone into focusing on the the one or two things that this list does well and really emphasizing it. Uh, right. So if you look at the conditions, there, hostile yeah. punishes you with suppression. Yep. A war weary punishes you with suppression. Minefield is good at dropping an extra suppression. Mm-hmm. Also, my list um, is probably going to out effective wound every other list that I play, <laughs> and so I have extra wounds to give. So minefield also is there. To, to try to leverage that uh, advantage that I have. Same thing with rapid reinforcements. I'm going mm-hmm. to out-activate you, so yep. it's not going to hurt me as much uh, yep. to put a unit into rapid. Hopefully, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, and and emplacements like E-Webs or FD cannons on rapid can be brutal. There uh, you go. In the right spots. All right, so you were uh, you were ready to go for LSO. You thought about it going into this this uh, the predict, predicted meta. What uh, What were you hoping to get paired against in your first round? Um, so this may sound like an odd thing. I actually really like to play against uh, Rex gun lines. Okay. Um, again, th- one of the weaknesses that Republic has is suppression, and sure. uh, I dish out tons of suppression. So uh, generally, how those games go is that uh, there'll be a you know TTC, and I'll take you know a couple of hits, and maybe they'll knock an activation off the table mm-hmm. uh, round one. But 
losing an activation in this list is not terrible. Right. Um, yeah, you've got a few to spare. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I'm going to drop suppression on their army and they're going to have one action, you know, pretty much for the rest of the game. So um, they, I, I just tend to, it's like a really kind of like slow bleed. I let my, you know, I try to set my snipers up with open shots. Um, they actually do wound uh, snipers and Boba uh, to actually do wounds, but pretty much everyone else is just dropping suppression and Aiden is looking to jump into melee to take out some of those units as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, on the other side of the coin, what did you absolutely not want to get paired against round one? Um, probably the worst would be like a blue mall. Um, okay. if I were to lose the bid and, and face mall kind of aggressively deploying, mm-hmm. um, because he can one shot so many of the, uh, activations that I have. Right. I also tend to like everyone else kind of have, you know, put everything in a, a death ball together. So sure. he could pull activated <laughs> units into him after he one shot something. So then I, mm-hmm. I've got no retaliation. So probably mm-hmm. blue mall, uh, was the scariest thing, uh, for me to face. Makes sense. Cool. All right. You ready for some lightning round? Let's do it. All right. Uh, we were just talking about bids, and you certainly leaned in heavily on this. Uh, so blue player is important to you. But if you had to choose between taking the blue pill or being red player for the rest of your Legion life, what would you take? Red player. All right. You like to uh, you like to r- r- go see how far the rabbit hole goes, huh? There you go. All right. You're gonna remember it. Cool. Are we uh, are we in the new age of a fully armor meta, or was LSO a one off? It is 100% armor meta. Uh, <laughs> luckily for me, I'm, I'm going to put a plug in for one of my locals. His name is yeah. Pete. He was, he's been playing uh, airspeeder, the double airspeeders, I guess. like so, so we started playing again in December, and he started in January playing double airspeeders. He actually mm-hmm. configures it. So once again, I'm going give, to give, give a shout out to Pete with the uh, buzzer as the rear nice. gun instead of the free one. Nice. And what he would do with his airspeeders is position them in round one so that in round two, his rear arc was l- looking at snipers in the open, and his mm-hmm. front arc was looking at something he could annihilate with his main cannons. Nice. And so round two, he was looking to pick up four activations off the table, get kind of wow. getting those snipers for free yeah. um, out of the reverse. So I was well aware in January how incredibly <laughs> good double air speeders are. I'm not sure. I, I know that everyone thinks they're good now, but I'm not sure everyone fully appreciates yeah. how good the double air speeders are. So double air speeders, and I think the buses are also here to stay. Um, an orthodox tactician is far too good, and Wookiees in a bus are far too good as well. So um, I, I, unless there's some kind of you know massive uh, points change in the future that's going to alter some of this, those, those two things are going to see lots of table time. Makes sense. I dig it. All right. It had been a while since uh, we played Real Life Legion. What skill uh, related to Real Life Legion most atrophied for you? Wow. Um... <laughs> I mean, I would just say probably just playing the game itself, um, just because it was, I'm sure like so many people, uh, especially those of us that don't play online, you know, when you're looking at not playing a game for 10 months and you look at how much changed over the 10 mm-hmm. months that we didn't play, um, I, I think that just overall, the my general skill in playing is probably down. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, we're talking about the armor armor meta, but we've got uh, a number of announced and partially or fully revealed upcoming units or upgrades. Which of those do you think are going to be most disruptive to this current meta? Uh, I'm going to put all my chips on burst of speed. <laughs> I should probably reconsider this question. I think I get that answer a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's so the the deal is that pre so a little bit of history on me for the first year mm-hmm. and a half that I played Legion, I played Soul Vader. That was the only gotcha. Uh, um, 
commander that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, trying to get, you know, the question was, can Vader survive to get in and do any damage? And yep. the answer to that after this upgrade comes out is yes, because there's not much you can do to stop Vader from getting in. The, the question is going to be, what do you do when Vader gets in? Or mm-hmm. what do you do about a Palpatine taking mm-hmm. two speed three moves <laughs> and then doing his uh, one pip into yep. like all of the uh, units in the open that will be there? So yeah. I, I burst of speed, 100%. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, it sounds like you've been an Empire player for a long time, so this may be a quick answer. Uh, what faction do you think you'll be playing by, by LVO? Yeah, so if I had to bet money, uh, it would probably be Empire as well. Although um, I I don't own any uh, Rebel uh, pieces of plastic, but I do uh-huh. own uh, Republic and okay. and uh, CIS, and I really like Maul. Um, yeah. I didn't going back to what we we're talking about earlier. I really didn't have enough time to practice uh, mm-hmm. with that list, so I didn't feel comfortable taking it to a tournament. But it wouldn't surprise me if I were playing any three of the factions. But if I had to bet money, it'd be Empire. Okay. Uh, and finally, I heard of some pretty funny names for local restaurants. Uh, while you were up at, at uh, LSO, what was your best meal that weekend? Um, I would say probably we, there was like an English pub across the street. And it okay. was just because the meal itself wasn't fantastic. But, <laughs> you know, I get as as all of us do, we meet people from all over the country. And the yeah. only time that we actually see these people face to face is at these events. So it was nice to catch up with people from, I mean, like literally one side of the country to the other. We had people from the East coast and people from the West coast uh, and people in the middle of the country like me mm-hmm. yeah. uh, having a meal together. So that was the best one. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, do you want to plug anything or tell folks where to find you? Absolutely. Uh, Team relentless mm-hmm. If you have not been there, I suggest you do that. We have lots of tournament information there. We also have a synergy tool <laughs> that is yep. geared toward newer players. Yep. And the idea is that uh, we all kind of get together, put our heads together and say, okay, if you're going to take unit a, for instance, mm-hmm. let's say Darth Vader, mm-hmm. what other units do you think pair well with Vader? And we kind of all put our input in there and we generate a number that says how well we think things pair with each unit in the game. So if you're a newer player, take a look at that. Also look at the playbook on YouTube. So Ben, another Mm -hmm. Team Relentless uh, member, puts out excellent videos. Once again, I would say probably leaning a bit more toward the newer player, but there is information there, I think, for anyone at any skill level. So the playbook on YouTube, check that out. And also I hear Mm -hmm. that we partner with some people and come out with some super hot terrain that maybe we should plug. We do actually, yeah. If you uh, if if you watch the playbook and you think I really like that stuff sitting in front of Ben, uh, you can buy the Team Relentless Clubhouse at SixUpSupply dot com. How did and I do? Was that a good ending? I think it was. I think it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more and more to come soon. Uh, watch for that partnership. Yes, uh, indeed. <laughs> all right, listeners. Uh, if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the Legionverse, and especially if you're uh, if you're an LSO uh, attendee lately, reach out to me at uh, Matrokin, hashtag 9051 on the Discord, and stay tuned to this feed for more great Turn Zero lists. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>